Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is AEW All In already a disappointment? AEW wrestlers are frustrated with All In. We've got the latest on Lacey Evans leaving WWE. And an AEW name is banned from AEW shows. <laughs> what a silly situation that is. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Phil. And this is the news. <laughs> We're going to kick things off by talking about the big wrestling debate of the past few weeks. Not CM Punk, uh, all in. Amazingly. The, yeah, <laughs> it, it's interesting because his match isn't even announced for this show yet. Um, but you know, all in, the card quality, certain people not having singles matches, uh, the tagline, the biggest show of all time, all of this stuff. So last night on the show, we got the announcement that Kenny Omega is indeed having a trios match. It's him, Kota Ibushi, and Hangman Page versus Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Konosuke Takeshita. We also got the announcement of Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay, which was reported a few weeks ago. And we're also getting a stadium stampede match. Interesting. The Blackpool Combat Club and three others versus Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and the Lucha Brothers. So <laughs> that's what was added last night. I'm very interested to see. Oh my god, we need to put people in the car. Yeah. Uh, this. 12 people in a match. <laughs> Let's go. Get a battle royal in there. Why not? So I'll, I'll go through the cards uh, really quickly and then we'll talk a little bit about it because we actually we reached out to you, the people, for some opinions on this and we're going to go through those. Uh, Zero Hour, Aussie Open, better than you, baby. That's the opener. Uh, coffin match, Sting and Darby versus AR Fox and Swerve Strickland. Uh, we've got the Women's World Championship four-way match. Hikaru Shida defending against Tony Storm, Soraya and Britt Baker, who defeated the Bunny last night. We've got FTR versus the Young Bucks. We've got MJF versus Adam Cole for the world title. And the matches we just mentioned earlier. Uh, we'll probably get Joe versus Punk as well. And you'd imagine, given that they're still messing with the Acclaimed, maybe House of Black versus the Acclaimed and Daddy Ass, maybe that'll come up. That's the card so far. There's been a lot of conversation on, does this justify the billing? Is this really the biggest show of all time if it's got this lineup? Tell you what, why don't we share our thoughts, then we can listen to your thoughts, because we ran a couple of polls, and then, with Phil's story, we'll get AEW spots. Hello. Let's do Cover it. all the bases. How are you feeling, baby? Ah, mixed bag. It's mm. definitely a mixed bag. I feel like this should feel bigger. Like, I mean, it, there's like no doubt about it, it is a success. Like, there's, you cannot take that away from yeah. them. They've sold over 80,000 seats for this thing. It is huge. However, you only really get one chance to sort of make this impression on this grand stage and say, like, look, this is what we can be. And it feels like it's just not living up to that at all. Like, Kenny Omega being in a trios match that could very easily be on a dynamite, let's face it, 
is disappointing, really, at the end of the day. Obviously, some things are beyond their control, like the Brian Danielson got injured and yeah, things like that. That's not their fault. Like right? there are other things going into this. Um, but like, if you just look at the build for each match, like the MJF Adam Cole thing, fine. That's been great, really entertaining <laughs> on TV. Been going for a while. That makes sense. The coffin match that's been built really, really well. Samoa Joe Punk. It's kind of relying it's on old. Pretty good, but just yeah. relying on old things. Yeah. Everything else has had a really, really lackluster build, if any build at all. Like, the Stadium Stampede, I, I'm in two minds as well about, like, you've got to get people on this card because it's nice to get people in front mm -hmm. of these massive crowds, especially when it's the first time you'll ever do it, and likely the first time you'll do it for a really long time, probably. Um, so it's nice to get people out there and in front of that crowd, but at the same time, like, you couldn't have put Orange Cassidy versus Moxley on as a single match and still have this stadium stampede match with everybody else in it like yeah. it still would have all made sense and yet that's been the biggest build of this sort of mush of people and that would have been exciting yeah. and felt new I don't know it's a little bit all over the place yeah I, I broadly agree I think um, I think that all the complaints are extremely valid I think that yes we should expect Kenny Omega singles match on this show we'll probably get it all out yeah. and that's one of the problems isn't it having the other pay-per-view the next week but that's a problem yeah. that AEW created so I'm not really willing to cut them too much slack yeah. for that um, I think that the, the things people have brought up are extremely valid um, and I do agree with them it's not really hampering my excitement for the show though I think that we're going to arrive in Wembley, and yeah, maybe we're not going to get the best wrestling show ever, but we're going to get an extremely memorable show with a hot crowd, and I'm probably going to love it. Um, I've kind of, yeah. personally, I've kind of moved on from the, oh, that's a shame, to, oh, well, they're not doing that. I'm just going to look forward to what they are doing instead, which I think, uh, hopefully, a lot of people are in the same mindset, but I can certainly understand why, like, someone who loves Kenny Omega as their favorite wrestler or whatever would be like, ah, oh, this is a bummer. This yeah. is a shame. Um... What we did this morning was because we care... I was going to say as well, just before you dive into that, it is slightly different as well for people that have tickets. It's yes. Like, because that is going to be exciting. You like, paid money is, as it's well. It's paid money. It's in England. It's the biggest wrestling show that England's had since 1992. Uh, it's going to be massive and it's going to be exciting to like go into that building. But that's only 80,000 people of the entirety of the viewers of this entire thing. This which is, is millions, in theory. And so, like, you need to make it exciting for them as well as the people who are excited just because it's going to be a big event in a big stadium. Exactly. I think it's a broad and multifaceted debate. And I think that I think that the people who think this is, like, some grand disgrace are wrong. Yeah. I think the people who uh, are shouting at people for being excited about it are... That's just weird behavior. <laughs> stop doing that. Stop Stop telling people they can't enjoy <laughs> people stuff. People enjoy things. Yeah. And at the same time, I think you. it's good to acknowledge the booking flaws even if you are fired up for the show, which I still am. Yeah. Um, and so are you guys, actually, because we like to sometimes, you know, not just take random opinions from Reddit or Twitter or whatever. I like to pull our viewers, people who engage you. with us. You guys. And we did that this morning. So I ran two polls. I ran one on our Twitter account uh, and I ran one on the YouTube community. Three options. How do you feel? How do you feel about the card? It's great. It's met. It's disappointing. Over on Twitter, we have 44% it's great, 35% met, and only 20% disappointing. Interesting. On the community, hello, 49% it's great, 38% met, and 14% disappointing. So, hey, the people. surprising. It is, it is, and it, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit, because sometimes you're like, whoa, is this maybe just like a Twitter bubble yeah. kind of thing? Who knows? We'll see. I've also got some just 
thoughts from from the people, from the comments. Uh, I'll run through these really quickly. Uh, but uh, Mr. Kumar was on saying, I've heard so many times about how bad the booking for the pay-per-view is in AEW. Uh, and every time afterwards, the same people say how great the show was. So I'm not concerned. Yeah, I think uh, both, both of those things are true. Like the build can be lackluster and the show can be awesome. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. Uh, ZM uh, says, there's nothing that will be bad for sure, but there's a lot of talent I would have enjoyed seeing on the show, like Willow Darby, Darby's on there now, uh, Daniel Garcia, House of Black, Andrade, Punk Joe. I think Punk Joe is gonna yeah. be added on there. Uh, Chris Lewis, uh, people asking for their money back and I can't say I blame them. We give you the full spectrum of opinions here. <laughs> we give you all the rage. Couple from Twitter, Sasu, uh, the matches are going to be great, but Kenny and Mox not having singles matches sucks. I agree. And uh, Prakash, uh, Chandraker's been on saying, uh, put your hand on your heart and tell me if the card or the build is any better than Revolution 2020. Uh, I can't. Uh, AWS put better cards on for the regular pay-per-views and the supposedly WrestleMania caliber stadium event. This is their biggest event, but it doesn't feel like it. Some very fair thoughts there. Shout out to all of you and let us know in the comments section what you think. Uh, I'm sure everyone's got a strong opinion. Yep, but speaking of what you think, what do mm. AEW wrestlers think about this? Um, so SE Scoops uh, has come through with a bit of a, re a report on this saying uh, that AEW sources basically kind of believe that AEW, uh, that Tony Khan is uh, straining under the weight of a massive Wembley show, as they put it in their thing. So I've got a couple of quotes from it that I'm just mm -hmm. going to read out because it's easier that way. Um, so the first one coming from an AEW source says, uh, a lot are upset about Wembley. Maybe if it were just Wembley, it would be different. But with everything that's happened over the last year, it's becoming the one major issue. People want to know if they're going to London, what the card is going to be. It's a show everyone wants to be on. It's like our WrestleMania but there isn't any urgency. People are scared we aren't going to live up to this moment. Mm. I think the final sentence in that is probably the most important sentence yeah. in that. Because at the end of the day, when they're put out there, it's on them to perform and make this card, like this show, amazing. Exactly. Um, and if they've not been given the right sort of set of circumstances to be able to do that, then that's going to be a hard position to be in. However, like, let's not forget, every single one of those wrestlers is probably going to go out there and put, their, put on ass. their best show possible in front of this crowd because they're going to be as psyched as all of those 80,000 people are in that arena to be in that arena doing this. Exactly. Um, so I've got, yeah, I've got a feeling they'll pull it out of the bag at the last okay. minute. I think they'll yeah. be okay. Uh, but a different AEW source had a slightly different take on it. Um, basically, speaking uh, about what Tony Khan had said, they said that uh, that he said, Tony Khan, in the presser just after Forbidden Door, that Wembley would be a card that would take time to build. He said this was going to be the case, so I'm not sure why everyone is disgruntled about it. I get the fans, but Dan Brian Danielson would have likely been in the main event or in the top of the card somewhere. Then he breaks his arm the same night Tony said this, so it was already a factor before anyone knew how bad he was hurt. Uh, that caused a huge change in plans. Tony even said injuries are going to make this like the first Forbidden Door show when things are developed and were scheduled late. Uh, and that's been the case. So on the flip side of this, Tony said it would take a while to build. Uh, and here we are. However, it is like a couple of weeks out now and it's still not entirely clear. And <laughs> Yeah, there's probably a couple of pieces still to add as well. I yeah. Think, like in general, right? AEW in general, they, this is what they do for the pay-per-views, right? Oftentimes, a lot of matches will get announced in the last week or two weeks, and yeah. sometimes you'll be where we are now, and you'll maybe only have two matches on the card, even though you know certain things are going to be added. So it's not really out with the norm. However, I think it should be out with the norm because 80,000 people are going to be there. I think it's different this one as well because they sold the 80,000 
or they sold like what 65,000 yeah. seats or whatever it was without Straight any away. matches announced without anything of even knowing what people were going to be there just the fact that we will be in this building go buy a ticket and like 65,000 yeah. people or whatever went to buy a ticket so it is slightly different in the fact that the show is selling itself because of the grandeur of it all it's not based on a match it's not like it might be for some people, it's not a, it's not MJF versus Adam Cole that are putting butts in seats. It's the fact that AEW is doing a Wembley show that's putting butts in seats. Yes. Which means you can build it slightly different and sort of, I mean, when we were like a few weeks out and some people were saying, wouldn't it be cool if they didn't announce any matches and they just did the build and you had to kind of guess what the match If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then as they put on the show, because they've already sold 80,000 tickets. Exactly. You'd see the show unfurl before your own eyes. And... Like that take was not that long ago that that was going <laughs> and now people are mad that the build isn't what they thought it would be, even though some people didn't want any build at all. Yeah, I was kind of in that camp. I was kind yeah. of like, for me, I'm it would have been ballsy. It, it would have been, been crazy, is what it would have been. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think, like most people will disagree with this, but for me, I was kind of up for the idea of all out being your regular kind of story-driven pay-per-view, your regular AEW pay-per-view, which are usually very good, uh, and and it being kind of like a forbidden door show where it's just hey, to have ten dream matches. Yeah. I'd have been totally on board with that. Um, but we're all different folk. We all like different things. Uh, thank to all of you for subscribing. Thank you for keeping track of our all-in coverage. We'll have a lot more over the coming weeks. And we'll go into the show if we can figure out the train situation. <laughs> um, we're going to pivot away from all-in now. And we're going to talk about uh, Lacey Evans, uh, a comparably uh, huge wrestling story. Is Lacey Evans leaving WWE. But no, it is notable because WWE, a lot, the main roster people don't really leave that company. And so when someone parts ways, 
let her talk about it. We spoke a little bit about this yesterday. She jumped on Instagram uh, and she said, when the clock strikes 12, you will address me as Macy Estrella from here on out, uh, insinuating that she's leaving. That's her real name, Macy Estrella. She changed her tag. Uh, it was Lacey Evans WWE. It's now, ba 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 something else that I forgot to write down. <laughs> Little Miss, Limitless Macy. There you go, that's what it is. She's like Keith Lee, Limitless. Yeah. Um, but the one, it wasn't actually clear if she... Best, best thing you do outside of WWE is yeah. steal someone's gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Sense it, imagine that. It could be a tag team or something. It'd be weird. Um, it wasn't actually clear if she'd actually been let go or was just kind of messing around. Now it is clear. Uh, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer, confirming Lacey Evans is done with WWE PW Insider, adding that she has been removed from the internal roster because her contract has expired. So it's not the same as someone just being fired in the middle of a contract. The contract came to an end, there was no renewal, and they have parted ways. Um, there you go, Lacey Evans parts ways with WWE after seven years. Seven years? Has it seven really been years. that long? Bloody yeah. hell. What a weird run she's had in WWE. Flair, yeah, walking down the ramp and not doing anything. Yeah, that was an interesting yeah. time. Lots of stuff. Yeah, coming back as a babyface and then immediately turning heel for no apparent reason. Done that about five times, hasn't she? Yep. <laughs> the emotional promos. The yeah, I don't know. It's been hit and miss. Well, mm. <laughs> yeah, hit and miss. Let's say that's been nice uh, in WWE. Um, so yeah, I don't know. She never really got off on a firm footing. She never really had a, a strong like push or like elongated sort of character arc or anything for yeah. anyone to really grab a hold of so it's been a strange run so hopefully she can do better things outside of WWE. Exactly. Um, but moving back over to AEW, the <laughs> land of news apparently at the minute um, and well we're just going back to some more brawl out news because you can never <laughs> have enough brawl out news. So um, this is coming from Fightful Select. Uh, AW, uh, Ace Steel, obviously, was involved in the brawl out situation where allegedly bit Kenny Omega um, and then was fired and then was brought back uh, when CM Punk sort of came back in the lead up to the collision stuff. Um, but anyway, AW have told him that he is an insurance risk and is banned from shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Where, where am I in my notes here? So, yeah, so he was, like I said, he was fired and then he was brought back with the punk things and then he was later told that he would uh, only be able to work remotely and not in person. And like I say, this is coming from Fightful Select. Uh, so, Steele is currently on AEW's payroll and sources have indicated that due to his involvement in the ball out thing, he was branded as this insurance risk, uh, so weren't allowed to attend any shows. Um, meetings with a Tony Khan led to an agreement that Ace could return and do some work for AEW, but while not being on the road with the company. Uh, and those talks took place earlier this year. And Cole also consented to Ace Steele working uh, elsewhere outside yeah. of AW if he yeah. should want. Uh, so basically, uh, please leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are an insurance We don't risk. want to pay you out of your contract, but you can leave. Yeah. Uh, so his contract expires at the end of autumn in 2024, so he's got a way to go yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and his current role apparently involves uh, conferring on a lot of things, <laughs> including specific suggestions on CM Punk, because obviously they are really good friends. And yes. That was where this all started in the beginning. So yeah, Ace Steel is still working for AW, isn't allowed at shows, and is considered an insurance risk. What a line that is. <laughs> what a great line. Shout out to Sean Ross Sapford 
for getting that. That is sensational stuff. A company employs a guy that they acknowledge is going to be so burdensome that if he shows up <laughs> at his actual place of work, he might cause insurance problems. And yet they have to employ him because a certain megastar said so. It's the <laughs> only thing, it's one of these situations where the only place it can make sense is pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Because pro wrestling. And right now, specifically AEW. <laughs> exactly. Pro wrestling historically forever and ever, going back to the blooming carnival days in the early 1900s, has been catered to its top stars. Promotions bend over backwards and do things that seem really silly from an organizational <laughs> standpoint to appease their top stars. That's exactly what's happening here. Uh, I Tony hope... was always a fan of WCW. So. He, he was. He was. He's, he's a chaotic man. Uh, I just uh, hope that Ace Steel has at least had his Nashers filed down or something. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. He wears a muzzle when he's out and about. <laughs> Imagine that. Just... You're allowed to come into the office, but you have to be muzzled. <laughs> oh, at least it was like... Stay you know. on their insurance report. You will be muzzled. <laughs> yeah, you can't break a muzzle if he's a dog. Uh, right, let's move over to our... In the land of wrestling as well. I know. He's considered an insurance wrestler. That, that's insane. Consider <laughs> the psychopaths that are involved in this business. This business. A steel man. Wrestling kicks ass. Wrestling <laughs> rules. Uh, right, we got our questions today from the YouTube community. That's where we'll be getting them all week. So if you look out for the Q&A thread in there, I posted it a couple of days ago. Drop your questions in there. We're back tomorrow. You know the drill. Uh, this one comes from Mr. Flaxon Waxon. Uh, I, I should have briefed you on these before we jumped in the studio. <laughs> it's all good. Hit me cold. Let's baby. go, Daddy. Uh, hey, guys. Hope all is well. A lot of good factions in wrestling today. My question is, which one is your favorite? I happen to be a House of Black kind of guy, but I also enjoy the Judgment Day and Bloodline. Uh, they're also great. Anyway, cheers to great wrestling and enjoy Wembley. Thank you. Who's your favorite faction, Phil? Favorite faction right mm. now. Right now, this second. This very millisecond. I'm probably going to go with Judgment Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the one that is entertaining me the most right now. Yeah. Uh, and so I think I'm going to go with that. Everything with Dirty Dom is incredible. Uh, Rhea Ripley's on the form of a life, as in is Finn Balor is mm -hmm. finally showing what he truly can be in WWE, which has been a hell of a long time coming. Uh, and Damian Priest is getting better and better mm -hmm. every single week. Uh, so right now, they are the ones that are entertaining me the most. I, I love the Judgment Day. They're just a bunch of pricks. Yeah. And they're my number two. I, lo Hello. I love them. My House of One's really predictable. It's the House of House Black. Black. Yeah, yeah obviously. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> you really don't meddle yeah, I'm a spooky guy. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's, that's a me impression. Uh, I like anything that comes across as tough on, on wrestling and also has a metal aesthetic and I think they're all great. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, shout outs, the Butcher, the Blade and the Bunny and Kip Sabian and, and Penelope Ford. I just like my favourites. Just yeah. enjoy my favourites. And if I don't get to see that House of Black uh, entrance in Wembley, if they're not put on the card, I will be mildly disappointed and then get on with my life. But it will be sad. I'd like to see that. Uh, let's roll over to our next question. It's from the Brindle Boxer, who asks, will the Wembley audience cheer or boo CM Punk? I think. 40,000 people are going to cheer, 40,000 people are going to boo, and it's going to be the loudest thing you'll hear all night. <laughs> I think it's the first time he's been in the UK in, like, what, 15 years or something yeah. stupid. It's been a really long time, and the last time he was in the UK was on a bad WWE house show run. <laughs> uh, so I think 80,000 people are going to cheer him, just because of the novelty of CM Punk being back, not just in wrestling, but in the UK at a massive show. I think they're going to go absolutely nuts for him, and they will forget anything else about him yeah. as soon as that... <laughs> He's also facing Samoa Joe, probably, who is a murderer. 
yeah. in character. <laughs> so quite an easy guy to, to root against. Although yeah. chatting Joe, 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 it's fun. Uh, our final question comes from Destiny Force. Who would like to know, who do you think, uh, what, sorry, what do you think the outcome of this AEW backstage meltdown will be? Uh, for me, I hope that everyone can just all get along with each other and be professional about it. Uh, I hope that. Asking for a lot in AEW there. Yeah, but I think we've probably got about four weeks of CM Punk left before it blows up again. You would think. And I'm a CM Punk guy. Oh, yeah, like me too. And I bloody love CM Punk. Uh, but I also love the chaos he brings. Yeah. Um, you, but you would think that after Brawlout, Tony Khan might have learned his lesson and realised, I might have to be a manager and do some managing. Yeah. Yeah. You would like to think <laughs> <laughs> However, this is wrestling and he appears to like the chaos uh, and the sort of social media strife that comes with it and almost encourage it, if anything. He definitely doesn't discourage it, let's face it. He's an enabler of chaos. <laughs> he is an enabler of chaos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it's gonna burn down, who knows. Yeah, it's gonna be... Um, it's only gonna get worse, I don't see it getting better. Quite the fireworks show, I think that uh, Joe Lanza of the Flagship Podcast had a really good take about two months ago now. Uh, Tony Khan is, uh, he believes that Tony Khan knows that one day he's going to end up opposite a courtroom from CM Punk. <laughs> he's playing with fire, brother. He's a this pyromancer, Tony Khan. I also think that the whole idea of separating Punk onto collision with only people he likes is also a very bad move for yeah. backstage morale because now you've just got two factions yeah. that are just going to separate even more and then they're only going to talk to each other and therefore their opinions are only going to get more diverse and opposed and it's all gonna come to a head at some point. Completely insane. What a way to run the second biggest wrestling company in the world. But hey, look, chaos is fun. You know what else is fun? This video. Bye. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 